Welcome to today's episode of Home Cookery and Other Sins with Ashley and Nick. Today we're going to be reviewing Filet of Soul with Mushroom Sauce by Jacques Papin. Oh, Papin? Yeah. <laughs> that, the French guy that Julia Child was all friends with and stuff. Oh, Julia Child. Julia. Mm. Ooh, yes. You can't see what I'm douchily swirling some wine when I say Julia Child. In like 18 different accents that I'm going to attempt yeah. throughout this episode. I do yes, apologize in Julia. advance. Yes, so yeah, this actually, we were inspired to make this because... Of a wonderful uh, HBO series. <laughs> because of, yeah, the Julia Child HBO series. And then the Julia Child movie. He, uh, like you mean docu- Julia and Julia? Oh, well, yeah. Julia and Julia. Julia and Julia and sucks. It's a bad movie. We went on a weird Julia Child <laughs> kick there for a second. Yeah, because we watched the HBO show and we were like, wow, like, oh, this is really is interesting. Yeah. Like, I didn't really know anything about her, but she's... You just thought she was some home cook that struck it big or something. Like, I thought she she's was, got a good story. I thought she was like the original Martha Stewart, which like... Pretty much, sort mm. of, mm-hmm. similar thing. It's not a bad uh, analogy for a more modern. Yeah, but I didn't realize. Modern. Yeah, I didn't realize she was like the first woman to have a cooking show ever. Or well, at least or at least a successful one, if not the first. Yeah. <laughs> the way they're presenting it, she's the first woman to do a to cooking show ever. Like get it greenlit and do it. Yeah, exactly. So because they were all like, uh, people want to. Hear literary reviews. TV should not be for women who are the ones who are at home watching it all the time. Which so that doesn't make any sense. It's like and then Why they were like, "Why would women want to watch women? They want to watch men." So then they're yeah. So their ratings are like crazy high because there's all these women watching this show by a woman about cooking, and it's like <laughs> something what? they something that they do like every day. How could this make? money this doesn't even make any sense i feel like that that was overly dramatized of course but (laughs) i don't i really i'm surprised at what is and isn't anymore so yeah no i was just surprised to find out she was like the first person i'm like that's really cool so uh her like one of her recipes that she always gushes about and like her first like cuisine experience was in her time in france with her husband and it was um sol meunier which is like a buttered, like really lightly floured filet of sole. Um, so I was kind of looking for a recipe for that. But then I found this well, this other thing with sole by, by Jacques Pavan. And it sounded and looked really interesting, involved kind of spring vegetables. And I was thinking, hey, okay, let's try this. Uh, <laughs> but um, the recipe is... I mean, we'll talk about it more, but it's very, like, it's very French in the way that, you know, his accent's super French, and on top of that, he has this very, like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then fuck you attitude. Oh, like a Frenchman. Yeah, like, it's it's very, no, I'm sorting the whatever, and if you don't know what I'm doing, then I'm German. I, I don't know. Oh, did you channel your Wolfgang Puck there for a second? Yes, yes, my Wolfgang Puck. This is Jacques Fauvin. Speaking of assholes, Wolfgang Puck is a huge asshole. He seems like it. He's a huge asshole. I mean, from everything I've seen him on for TV, like even when he's just at his own restaurant and hanging out with people, talking about his food, he seems really full of himself. Oh my god. But he's like unapologetic. Like he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm fucking Wolfgang Puck. I can do whatever I want. He's German. He's Austrian. Oh, Austrian. Same difference. No, it's a different country. I mean, tell that to Hitler. 
Uh, well, yeah, well, like, Poland is also a separate country, but also tell that to Hitler. Uh, well, not I mean, for long. <laughs> but I mean, German, or Hitler was Austrian, so. There's going to be a lot of really bad accents in this episode. I already apologized for that. It's, there's going to, both of us are really bad at accents, so. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm not going to try, though. Yeah, it's just really fun when you talk about Solmanier and, like, Sol... This this has a different name, too, in French, but I don't remember what it is. Um, but, the like, the recipe is just called Filet of Salt with Mushroom Sauce, because it's on this show, cooking show that he used to have, like, I don't know, it's like Quick Meals with Jacques Pepin or something like that. Probably, like, a 90s kind of show, maybe, it seems like. Um... But yeah, I mean, he's just doing, <laughs> like, if you've ever seen one of those cooking videos where the, sh- the chef's like, you can cook anything, and it's very easy, and it only takes 30 minutes, and it's like, it takes 30 minutes because you're you're running through the recipe. And because you, the professional <laughs> chef, have made it, like, 5,000 times. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, I don't move that fast, and... Oh, it's only 30 <laughs> minutes if you can fucking cut onions at the speed of sound. Yeah, yeah, and it's, they're trying to, like, teach you something, so they're just, like, running through it, and you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about, and then, unfortunately, this, this recipe does have written instructions, but they're not good. No, they were written by somebody that's never actually cooked the dish, it feels like. It was, like, somebody writing a synopsis of the episode. And wrote down the directions based on that. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) So, extremely vague about how to do things um so uh yeah but before we get too far into the shock shock um we're we are gonna make so many one of these days because are we because i want to it sounds really good is that not what that says that is so many yes but that's 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 not what we made no but that's when you look up filet of soul the french name there's That's another there's another name. It's like soul some other thing. Uh it's is what this is. Soul No, that's still Meunier. I don't know. I found it at one point and I can't remember what it was. Never going to find it again. I'd have to like Google for a minute probably. You could do Soul Francis. Uh it's Oh, no, it's uh Soul Normand. Or something oh, Normandy? Like, yeah. Normandy Soul? Terrible music scene there. <laughs> I, That's all I had on that. Okay. <laughs> you were looking at me like you were waiting for another joke. I actually, and, like, I totally missed the reference there. Jazz. Jazz. Like, Soul, there was Soul, the music, like, terrible music, ignore me. Oh, Soul is terrible is the joke? No, Norman, <laughs> Soul, Normandy Soul. French Soul. soul. Yeah, but... Is that a thing? It but, probably is. But Normandy's in France. No, I know that, yes. Okay, just making sure. Then they were like the Normans before they were French. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say they were the Norms. I'm like, oh yes, they were all the Norms. But at some point they were Parisians until the entire the city of Paris didn't get to be the whole country anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, actually. I mean... I didn't study that much European history. I did? From the point of the Europeans. I did, and I don't remember shit. I got a three on the AP test, though, so... And that's all I needed to know. It's a C's get degrees. 
Woot woot. <laughs> I did not retain like any information from that except for like concepts because my history teacher was really good at teaching concepts so like big big ideas and things like I got that but like dates and names and like what happened like no no I'm like, oh, that's vaguely... I'm very bad at history. I mean, the <laughs> concepts are more important. Kind of, but I sound like an idiot when I try to talk about anything, because I'm like, wasn't that... Wasn't World War Two in, like, the like 60s or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, you should at least know the decade. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. It was in the 40s. 40s. World War Two. 40s. It depends on uh, whose point of view you're looking at. And what country you're in. Like, the it's, U.S. got involved in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah, because Pearl Harbor. Yeah, but that was, that was like three or four years. Because yes. it was, yes. I think it was 38 was the invasion of Poland. Something. I could be wrong on that, and I'm going to look real dumb. <laughs> yeah, as a history make, teacher, make, yeah. No, I'm not. I work in customer service. Well, you used to be. Well, I used to be a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, even American history, I'm like, I mean... I mean you just gotta get in the ballpark. The 1900s is like, a, the, it could be mostly anywhere in there, and it's probably probably close, you know? Close enough. It's like, oh, is it 50 years off? Oh, in the whole history of time, it's 50 years? Okay. It's close. <laughs> wow. So... <laughs> Yes. Um, anyway. So you said eventually we're going to make the proper name of this, Sommelier? Eventually we're going to make Sommelier because Butterfish just sounds great. I Like, how's that going to be bad? But um, but this particular recipe... Is not Butterfish. It's is, well, it still is. <laughs> it's fish with butter and other shit. It's definitely Butterfish. Like, it's, it's very the buttery. French and butter. It's just butter and mayonnaise, actually. They love their mayo in French. In France. In France. You're going to say French. that more than once tonight, aren't you? <laughs> French. Back at, but meanwhile, back at the French. Perfect. <laughs> I don't remember what recipe it was, but I was watching um, Tasting History with Max Miller. A great YouTube show for f- food and history, if you like both of them. And he was reading from a, an English cook's diary. Um, like a famous female English cook. Don't remember the name. Uh, but she was shitting on the French, saying how she would watch a, f- oh, yeah. uh, a French chef use a pound of butter to cook six eggs. Yeah. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, I bet that tasted delicious. But yeah. also, holy shit. The, yeah, they use a lot of butter. French also? French. French. I'm going to like trademark that. And that's going to be like the name of my new like fried ranch balls. French. We call them little Franchies or French balls. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it actually sounds really good. Ew, no. <laughs> uh, just a fried ball full of ranch. Oh. Mm. You want hot ranch. Yep. Oh. And then you can dip it in ranch. Oh. I'm a basic ranch bitch. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. You're you're doing this next part on your own. No. I'm not leaving. I do love my ranch. Um, but, okay, but before we get too deep into the food, the... Wait, the food or the French? The food. Okay. <laughs> the show structure that we're going to be following is we are going to talk about our there's first impressions. Structure? Yes, there's always a structure. I mean... 
I do apologize. <laughs> Please continue. We're going to talk about our first impressions of the recipe, our shopping experience to get the ingredients to make it, cooking the food, um, and then we're going to talk about the taste and rate the recipe based on ease of use, taste satisfaction, cost effectiveness, WTF factor, and leftover ability. So, yeah, we're, we're rating the recipe based on our experience trying to work with it. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yeah, and as we've kind of alluded to, this one was... Uh, All over the place. ...bit challenging. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, basically, what we made was steamed sole fillets in a mushroom white wine uh, reduction and served with sautéed vegetables. Oh, when you call it steamed fish, it just sounds so appetizing. <clears throat> well, about, about as appetizing as your description of our homemade vegetable stock. Yes, it tastes bad and it smells bad, but you should make it. Yeah, but, well, I won't give my opinion on this, but just the description of it is uh, interesting so far. Steamed fish. Uh, steaming fish isn't that weird. Yes, it is. No. In my opinion. It's okay. Well, it's fried fish or go home. You can totally steam fish. No, no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we did. We steamed the fish. That's why I didn't like it. Spoiler alert. Um, he just doesn't like fish. No, I don't. And but... also, this recipe is like fish and vegetables, and that's it. Oh man! First impressions. Number one, I didn't want it at all. <laughs> nope. He really didn't. Really didn't. But I was like, you have to eat something. So you fed me a pound of butter? (laughs) No, I fed you vegetables and fish. And a pound of butter. (laughs) With butter on it to make it go down. Butter on it? Yeah. It was one of the, like, major flavoring ingredients. Well, yeah. Only the French would take healthy fish, keep it almost healthy all the way through, and then, bam, butter. Mm-hmm. A pound of butter. Just a fist of butter. Have you seen their brie sandwich? No. They're, who's there? For the, uh, France. The, the French. French. The French. The French. <laughs> the French. They have a sandwich. It's a brie sandwich. You take a... I believe it is uh, a baguette. But that would make sense. It is French. Well, they have different kinds of bread. No, I could have said no, croissant. They only have baguettes. Okay. Oh, I guess they have croissants. See... They only have baguettes and croissants. So you take a baguette, nice crusty baguette, and then you spread butter all across it. It's Irish now? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, you spread butter on it, and then you just layer slices of brie. You don't heat it. You don't. You can put like pepper on it or something, but the heart of the sandwich is bread, butter, and brie. Mm. Cold brie. And that's like a French favorite. That's how much they love butter. Uh, you know, I don't think I like brie enough to like that, honestly. I don't want just butter as the only condiment. I mean, if it was like butter and jelly and brie. Nope, just butter and brie at its heart. Then maybe, but, or if it was like melted brie or something. Nope, it's cold. (laughs) Even if you melt, brie is like, it just doesn't really taste like that much. I mean... Other than stink. That being said, we've never had, like, good French brie. We just had the mm. 
terrible American interpretation. It's true. Never had real brie. It's not disgusting. I've grown to appreciate it in certain situations, but usually... Like, if there's other cheeses, I'm not going to gravitate toward brie because it's just, like, it only tastes like brie. B.O. Like, it's just. It's it's one distinct taste and it overpowers most everything except for, like, a fruit jam. Yeah. And anything else that it's with, it's just like, nope, it's brie. Heat it up and put fruit jam on it. That's pretty good. Do you know what's uh, not good heated up? Is uh, this filet of sole. (laughs) Because it's. Steamed fish and steamed vegetables. Yeah. That's yeah. my impression of it. Every When you tell me to think of this recipe, it's steamed fish and vegetables. Well, you know, at least it's not boiled. It could have been boiled. I mean, it may as well have been how much fucking liquid they had you put in that damn thing. Mm, well, the liquid was like the best part, though. Yeah, and that's the sad part. I, I mean, the sauce was good, actually. Was it, though? Yeah. I liked the mayonnaise fish better. <laughs> yeah, that's another probably French recipe, but uh, probably French. I mean, it's it probably Garten, is yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's so much mayonnaise. It's like and it's hot mayonnaise. Yeah, it's good though. I mean, like the way okay, the French like their mayonnaise. If you've ever had the like the sushi, um, like baked sushi rolls where they bake the layer of mayo and like yeah, I'm not a big fan of that scallop. You love it? No. Yes, you are. For the point of this joke, no. Okay, well, he likes that he's being stupid, and yes. they really bake scallops in, like, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Is um, it, though? Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, that's not what we made, though. We no. made this. This what? This filet of sole that you really don't seem to want to talk about? Yeah. Anything but this filet of sole. I really wanted... So, I mean, the reason why we even did any sole recipe is because I, we watched the Julie Chow show. I saw that they had Dover sole at Winco. And Winco. I was like, I need to have a reason to cook this because I want it. Like, it's... I just want to cook it. You know, you walk through the store and you see, like fish heads or something and you're like i need a reason to make that no i don't when i see fish heads i walk away i need a reason to make it no, like, you don't. like chicken livers or no. something oh well chicken livers okay i need a reason to buy it and make it um because it's i don't know actually fish collars is like grilled fish collars mm, it's really good it depends on i'm um, depends on the fish i'm sure but no ton of flavor in that collar um no it's not very good either <laughs> so okay so sorry i'm sorry i i'm getting us off track talking about how much i don't like this already uh because i'm a big baby that doesn't eat his vegetables yeah and i barely eat fish yeah I and keep so tra- you picked the recipe like the one recipe i keep trying to get him to eat fish because he has bad cholesterol and he needs Stop to eat it. more fish no i don't yes oh more fish with butter all the butter uh well, just yes it's irish fish. again fish just more fish in general, because it's good for you. <laughs> so, it's it's kind of hard to do fish without butter. I guess you can do fish with, like, olive oil, but... It's not the same. It depends on what you're trying to do. Um, a lot of fish recipes involve butter. We... This one involved butter. Yeah. Um, <sighs> also, this recipe that I showed Nick, he was just, like, so unimpressed, and... I was, you know, watching it going, uh, this is going to be um, a challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty technical. <laughs> Whatever. Well, uh, 
We had to pause really quick because I had to cough and I didn't want to do it in the mic. Why not? I do it in the <laughs> mic all the time. Yeah, just dry throat. Uh, um, what are you going to do? I mean, Maybe cough. eat some butter. Eat some butter. Um, yeah, so we were watching this video and I'm trying to like impress Nick with it. And no. I'm, I'm like, I know he's going to be like, this is terrible. No, yeah, because it's fucking <laughs> fish and vegetables. And you are right. He is just such an ass when he's presenting this. Like He's like, oh, this yes. This old there's... French dude. He wasn't even that old either. He just always video. seems old. He just seems like he was born a 70-year-old French chef, like, from day one. And he just had this, fuck you, I know what I'm doing, smoking a cigarette when he's three years old. He like, was not smoking while cooking. No. To be fair. In between takes. Who knows? But he was just, I mean, he's got like a thick accent if you've ever heard him. So he's hes running through the instructions and just talking like a million miles an hour in like an accent that you kind of can't fully understand. <laughs> so something in me went, this is a challenge that I have to take. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Because, you know, when we started making it, I was like, oh my God, I'm so lost. <laughs> What's that do? I mean, it didn't help that his written recipe, like we said, wasn't very good. <clears throat> it was just super vague and not helpful. It it reminds me of there's uh, there's I'm gonna reference YouTube again. There's another YouTube channel called Sorted, uh, where they do this challenge where they just get this old uh, cooking reference book, and it's not it's it's not a book of recipes. It just tells you how to do things. Where it's like, okay, so you're going to do eggs benedict. Well, poach an egg. That's step one is in the directions. Poach an egg. They already expect you to know. Then make a hollandaise sauce. If you don't know how to make a hollandaise sauce, see this on this other page. And then it doesn't really, there's like, it doesn't tell you how to do anything. They just expect you to know how to do all of these individual techniques. Yeah. And then they just tell you the order to do them in. That's what it felt like trying to read his directions and go through his video and shit. Where he was just like, just do this and do that. I don't have to explain these things. Yeah. I mean, it also, like, they always make it look easy and you're like, oh, I can totally fucking roll a soul filet into a popiette. Oh, like the a little, little fucking wee, flour, wee. and then cook it standing upright. Oh, and make sure you roll it this very specific way. Yes. And then make sure you set it down this very specific way, or else it will fall over. Don't use string. That's for bitches. Yeah, like there's nothing holding it up. No, just the fish is holding the fish up. Yeah. Which fucking what? <laughs> you just have to like stack it all together in the it middle. It looked great when you tried it, but it just... It fell right apart. It fell right... Because it fucking shrinks on itself. Like, how does it not fall over? I don't know. I don't know. He did it, and I was he like... He did it, and I was like, okay, that looks easy. And then we're trying to do it, and it's just like, mm-mm. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, how do you fuck... What? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, so shopping for this one. Can you tell we have a lot of, like, positive energy about this recipe already? <laughs> Usually we would try to be neutral and... Right? I don't know. No. Maybe I shit on everything. <laughs> um, 
No, I just usually say that something didn't work out. <laughs> usually it's one thing that didn't work out. This is just like a train of... The, this Most of this didn't really work. The It was like, there were some good ideas that happened here, but like the way that he did, the way that he cooked, the methods he was using were just probably not the best they're, way to make that. They're you know? very specific chef techniques. This is not this is not Julia Child cooking for the home cook. Yeah. This is Jacques Pepin cooking for Jacques Pepin. But he acts like he's cooking for the home cook. Well, like, that's, that's just because they put him in a home-styled kitchen. That was the point of the show. Yeah, but was it? Like, fucking what? Um. But... So, shopping. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I was really excited. I finally got to buy my soul. <laughs> so, soul fillets might be hard to find unless you go to Winco, where the winners go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know because I haven't really been in the fish section of very many stores. No, usually Albertsons, where is the other one we go to, they have tilapia and salmon. Yeah, Guaranteed, and that's about it. That's about it. But the uh, most weeks our Winco has soul, so yeah, we okay. But we did not really realize that they're really small. Oh, oh, and that they don't debone theirs very well. No, they do. For the soul, there wasn't an issue with that. What was I don't the think. one that had the bones in? That it? was rockfish. Oh, so the soul was actually just very thin. They cut the bones out of the middle. And gave you two sections that were, like, really thin. Maybe that's why our pepillette didn't work very well. Um, no, because that's what he tells you to do in the recipes. Oh, is to cut it out cut yourself. It. Yeah, but what the problem was, we were like, oh, we'll get, like, four. But we, sh- we needed, like, four whole fillets, not four, like, half fillets. Oh. <laughs> so we ended up so. with, like... Two fillet, two like little bitty tiny baby. things a hey, person. At least we didn't have a lot of food that we didn't like. We just had some I mean, food I that I didn't like. Eat it. It was pretty good. I don't nah, know. I didn't eat it. <sighs> I mean, I did, but it. I didn't enjoy it. Nah. I ate it because that's what's for dinner, and the kids down the street didn't have anything I wanted either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we yeah. So we made that mistake. They uh, are small. <laughs> at least the ones we got. Very inexpensive though. Yeah, that was nice. Really, really inexpensive. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, you wrote a stick of butter? I thought it was like almost a whole pack of butter. No, it wasn't. It was so much butter. No, it was at least a stick. I think we needed to rent a cow and a butter churn <laughs> just to satisfy like the garnish for the amount of butter you wanted. No, but I mean, if you think about it, like a stick of butter for like four little fillets of fish is a crazy amount of butter. Yeah, eight tablespoons. Yes. That's a lot of butter. <laughs> That's pretty much what was in there. Um, <laughs> Everything cooks in butter, yes. So we were, uh, we I think we bought like new butter because like even though we already had butter because we're like, we're going to need so much butter. We just need a whole pack of butter. <laughs> we I mean, did not I didn't use, want to run out. We did not use a whole pack of butter. I didn't know how much butter we had. I didn't want to run out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like everything in the recipe gets cooked in butter, so you, use, you, lose, you use a lot of butter. Um, generally, pretty inexpensive. The only, the only kind of expensive thing is the white wine, because you need to do... You need to make a white wine, wine reduction um, as part of, like, the butter sauce. I mean, I wouldn't skip it. It's super good and worth it, but... Yeah, oh, oh, that sauce. Yeah, that was the best part. The sauce was very good. Um, Now I'm... Sorry, now I'm remembering. 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's all it's all coming back to me. And white wine doesn't have to be expensive either. I mean, no. we, we can... The I'm, best one, I feel like we've found, or the most consistent one, is Justin Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. And it's, um, it's usually like 15 bucks, so it's not cheap, but it's like... You only need, like, so much of it for the recipe, and then you just, don't, like, drink the rest or whatever. Don't cook with something you wouldn't drink, but don't cook with something expensive. Yeah. That's one of the things that I've learned from watching these shows and what have you is, is um, you don't want to cook with really, like, old wine or super expensive wine. Because <clears throat> that wine was specifically made to be drunk. Yeah, you want to cook with wine that's going to, like give a flavor to it like i i like tend to use fruitier reds when i use wine and stuff unless you're doing like a steak wine reduction but even then i would still want a fruitier like petite petite syrah for that because it's like kind of brown sugar and berry most of the time um you know you don't you don't I don't know that there's a really a great time to use something like a cab sauv. No, cabs are made for drinking. It just doesn't really work in food, I don't think. Um, in terms of white wines, though, I think Sauvignon Blanc. So Pinot Gris is like the best one, or Pinot Grigio, I think, for cooking because it's got this. It's got like a really nice, like strong bouquet of fruit, like like pear and like stone fruit kind of things and it's super dry and crisp usually the problem is that it's like kind of hard to get a a pinot grigio that is decent that's not kind of pricey so i usually end up compromising and getting a sauvignon blanc because it's gonna do what it needs to do and you can get okay sauvignon blanc at a lower price point justin cupcake if you're desperate yeah, Cupcake Sauvignon Blanc actually does work just fine for cooking. I just don't like to drink it as much afterwards. It's not, the, yeah, it's not great to drink. I mean, the it's Justin... It's all the extra five, six bucks. The Justin's not, like, delicious or anything, but it's well, fine. It's very, a very good Tuesday night wine, let's say that. Yeah, it's very palatable. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, if it's, like, any white wine we have from wineries, it's, like, I never want to use no. that in cooking, unless it's, like, a tiny bit or something. Well, especially because we get those white wines because they actually taste good. Right, they taste, they, they're, they taste really good, and they're usually, like, 25 bucks or upwards yeah. from there, and it's, like, uh, I don't want to use a cup of that in a And those food. are some very distinct flavors that are, might come through or get real funky when heated. Yeah, depending on the wine. Depending, like, a good cab saw would probably work, or something like... Or good... I'm sorry. Uh, Sauve Blanc. Sauve Blanc. I was like, we were talking about whites here. Yes. You call yourself. You're all good. Cabernet Sauvignon Blanc. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway. So, that's the only expensive thing, is the wine. But, I mean... Mm. It's not too bad. You can also make multiple like recipes that use white wine in a week and if you don't want to drink it, use it up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I that I think you're all right was the most expensive single ingredient. Um, I mean, not that we could find all of the ingredients, so I don't know how much our our mystery one would have cost. 
Um, it's so this recipe calls for endive or endive, depending on how endive. you say it. Oh. I would guess the French way of saying it is endive. Oh, endive. But, <laughs> but we could not find it at multiple stores. Multiple being two. That's too many, man. Oh, wait, did I go to Amazon Fresh for that one? No. No. No, we just went to Winco. They didn't have it. And then we went to Albertsons and, and they, they didn't, didn't, have, didn't it. have it. Yeah. Not even in the organic section. Yeah. It was kind of bummer. It was like. It was bummer summer. It was because you're going to like wilt it as part of the vegetable side with this or the vegetable dish. You're going to wilt it and kind of steam it. And it's a little bit on the crunchier side. So we did, we did sub green cabbage for it. It's it, like it's similar, right? Like the texture is hearty enough that you can do that without it, you know, just evaporating into nothing like it regular was a lettuce. Choice. Yeah, I mean the the vegetables that he did as a side, I it didn't really work. I would do something different, personally. Um, oh, that the the on slash on dive slash what we actually did cabbage. That was the side. That wasn't part of the main recipe, right? It was like... Because the peas were the main part of the main recipe. No, right? the peas were the part of the side. The, oh, they were part of the side? It was like mushroom, peas, and cabbage. Oh, And that was the okay. side, and then the fish was like the The fish, entree. if you just did the fish, it would have just been the fish <clears throat> with the white wine butter sauce. Yeah. Okay. The way he presented it, I was like, these two things are linked Yes. Like they, you have to, if you want to have filet of sole, you got to do this on dive peas and mushrooms thing. That's the way it was presented. Yeah. I remember it. It was kind of hard to like extricate the two recipes from each other. Because didn't you like, there was some crossover between using the stuff into the recipes. Yeah, there is. Which, okay. uh, which is kind of, I like that in a recipe where you use some, the same stuff in some parts of the recipe. I'm like, You're making okay. the flavors work with each other. Yeah, I'm like, that's fine. I like that idea of that and everything. But, yeah, it was just really confusing to separate, like, which thing was for what. Because <laughs> of the way the recipe was written. But, I yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I'm remembering. It's funny how I, I, like, I pushed my memory of this dish way down deep inside. Because I didn't want to think about it anymore. Because it made me sad that night. <laughs> <laughs> the shopping made me sad. We had to stand at the fish counter, look at the little fishy heads, and we had to look for a fucking endive and settle for cabbage. Yes, we settled for cabbage. Oh. Yes. The vegetables in this recipe, honestly, like, I. You could have done, he could have done so much more with them. I would have stuck with the, uh, with the mushrooms and peas and maybe added, like, some onion and maybe like asparagus or something because the cabbage just doesn't do anything it just wilts and is weird but what if you had gotten the endive i think it would have been similar yeah it just doesn't really make sense to it's me it's like a very specific regional taste or something <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense to me because i'm like you're gonna saute it though like why like pick things that saute well like you can Obviously, you can saute cabbage or you can braise cabbage, which is really good, but it's, like, if you put it in, it's like putting spaghetti with a lot of, like... like, Green bell peppers? No, it's like putting 
toppings on spaghetti that are like chunky and big. Like and green then, bell peppers. Or okay, but no one does that. Why would I've met monsters that do that? Why would anyone do that? Because they hate flavor and happiness. That's so sad. Sorry, continue. Like big <laughs> toppings, like what, like like overly a big piece sard. of sausage. Yeah. Okay. Right, and you're trying to eat that with spaghetti. It's really hard to eat big things with thin little things because those like they slip off your fork and yeah, the do big little thing. tubey things. Yeah, so if you do like a like a penne or some kind of tube pasta that's like similar in size to the big pieces of sausage, you can get them both on your fork and eat them together. That makes so much sense. Yeah, so same idea with these sautéed vegetables. You just got this floppy like lettuce with all these kind of crunchy <laughs> vegetables, and you're like, why what? these don't think they don't go together? I'm learning so much tonight, like, I'm remembering this recipe, and I'm learning why every time I go to an Italian restaurant, and they let me pick my own pasta to go with my dish, they fucking laugh at me as they're walking away, because I do shit like, I'll take the so- the giant sausage and spaghetti. And they're like, that's... And they're like, okay, fucking idiot, That's a but, decision, hey. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> and then Ashley doesn't correct me. What? I don't know why. You're a big boy. You can order what you want. Yeah, well, I'm apparently not versed <laughs> enough in Italian and the rules of the shapes of pasta. But I'm learning. Yes. I always want wagon wheels and I never have them. I, I... I don't know what those go in. I see them in the store all the time. They don't know what they go in. It doesn't... They don't really make sense to me. I don't know. It To me, they remind me of the character shape macaroni and cheese where, like, the middle bits of it like just don't ever cook all the way and it's fucking but the edges are like turning to mush yeah like you can either have mush or you can have crunchy in the middle and there's no in between because it's just stupid (laughs) bad design i don't know it's bad design okay so we got endives and we got filet of soul we got cabbage we got oh sorry we ended up with cabbage cabbage was there anything else i know we got peas oh we learned the difference between um petite peas peas and regular peas regular peas yeah petite peas are younger peas and if when they're separating them they're the ones so when they're separating the peas they put them in water and the petite peas because they're sweeter float to the top right so that's how they separate. I was, it's weird the way they find out how to separate fucking fruits and vegetables. It that what's weird and cranberries. That's my other favorite one for figuring for them figuring out how to separate cranberries. Isn't that the same? Like if they float, they're sweeter. Nope. No. No. Nope. You drop them down a flight of stairs. Okay. You so they found out it started out that so the story goes. Yeah, there's always a story so for these things. So the story goes. Many moons ago in the cranberry bogs, a young boy was walking down the road. But actually he was at his house where there were stairs. And he fucking tripped and launched the cranberries out of his hand. Because he had like a box of them or a bucket or something. And they went down the stairs and all the good cranberries bounced and ended up at the bottom of the stairs. And all the bad cranberries just splatted on the stairs. Okay. So it fucking separated the whole thing for them. So now in industrial cranberry uh, operations, they have what is effectively 
a set of stairs. Like the stairmaster. And they just they just <laughs> roll them down a flight of stairs, and the good ones stay, or the good ones go, and the bad ones stay on the stairs. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yes, petite peas are sweeter and younger than. Um, and I didn't think we'd actually be peas. able to find the difference in the frozen section, but we did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Most grocery stores will have petite peas. Well, I didn't know the difference. I just bought them interchangeably. Well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. (laughs) G.I. Joe. Yeah. This recipe has... Does the thing that I... Does this... It's really confusing to me where they have green onions and chives in the same recipe. And I just picked green onion. Because... Why? You don't need both things. I mean, don't you? No. Oh, okay. Makes you re- sense. You really don't. Just pick one. So, yeah. They're, like... they're similar enough, and chives always come in such a large mm-hmm. amount. I guess if you... I would do both if you grew your own chives, and you could pull, like, a little bit, just what you needed. I just wouldn't do both, because I don't think it adds anything. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been allowed to have green onions and chives in the same dish. Because I'm always like, why? So I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> why would you do this? Uh, but I generally agree with you, so. It's, and I generally like green onions better. I, I could totally see, like, putting a yellow or white onion in the same dish as a green onion, because those are very different onions. But green onions and chives are so similar. I know they're different. There's Yeah, they're just so similar. They're similar enough that I agree with what you, your, your choices you're making. Yeah. So I, I picked green onion for this one. There's there's other ones where I've picked chives. And I hated it. No. No, the I didn't. Blue cheese, uh, the homemade blue cheese dressing that I make Ooh, has... That would have been better on this uh, filet sole. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Actually, no, it wouldn't. The, the sole filet wouldn't stand up to that flavor. Yeah, but then I would have had something that tasted good. You had sauce that tasted good. Yes, we had sauce that tasted good. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about cooking the sauce yeah. and the fish and the vegetables. There's some choice words on this script here that I, I I'm I'm gonna wait. We're gonna wait to get to them, but uh, take the take the lead. Yeah, we just we already kind of mentioned the recipe is just really really hard to follow. Because you're, you're trying to figure out, like, what ingredients you need for what thing. Because there's a side and a main. And some of the ingredients kind of overlap. And you're like, okay, so we need this for both things. Okay. <laughs> you know, and you're trying to, like, p- figure out the order that he's doing things in. And he's just, like, speeding through it. And the recipe is not clear to read. So we were trying to mash them both together to make sense of something. Honestly, I've made stuff with you where you have two different recipes on two different websites and you got to jump back and forth between the two. And those made more sense than this one recipe on one website because of just how wonky it was written. Yeah, I do do that. I combine recipes like usually because like one has a cooking technique that I prefer and one has like a sauce that I prefer or I think is going to be better. So I just use... The sauce from the one and the cooking technique from the other. Or something to that effect. And it works out really well, but this... <laughs> it was so wonky. This is not like that, no. No. No, and uh, we tried making popiettes, rolling popiettes. up those little fillets into little roses. I mean, they rolled up, 
but but how do you get them to stay? Yeah, we put them in the pan together, and it probably didn't help though. We didn't have enough of them, like to hold each other up. Like maybe if you had more fillets, they could be pushed pushed together better. But at the end of the day, it's just like why why? <laughs> because you are French. Like it's just fancy. And you need to be an asshole. It's just fanciness for no reason. Like it's stupid. And the, fi- uh, the fish comes out super bland and bad anyway, so it's like... It's, well, because it feels like the center doesn't get enough seasoning, saucy flavor. Well, it doesn't. Because it's... It's just steam. Wrapped in on... Yeah, okay, see? See? Okay, I'm not crazy. It's just steam fish. Yeah, so, I mean... There's no color. There's no texture. I really tried... There's one texture. ...to go all the way and do this, but, like... I started cooking this, it immediately fell over, and I was like, I'm not picking it up. Nope. No way. Why? It would have been, you would have ruined every, you would have picked up one, and another one fell over. Just, whatever, fuck it. And you can't steam fish if you keep taking the lid off. Yeah, that too. So, I just was like, okay, fuck it. They just fell over. (laughs) But I was like, this would make much more sense if you just, like fried it in a pan like the whole filet you know one side then the other side <laughs> and then both sides would be flavored and good um yeah i don't i don't know steaming and boiling are techniques that i don't have very much appreciation for i don't know there's some really rare circumstances where it makes sense but most of the time, I'm kind of like, uh, like I feel like this would be better if it was like brown, like brown food tastes good, like Amberal, you know. <laughs> Love it. It does. Brown food tastes good. Brown food tastes better than not brown food. Um, you know. Uh, so that the rolling the fish didn't totally did not work. Um, sauteing the cabbage was. Fun. It's just in general, like you can saute cabbage and like braise it, and it can be really good. Like if you're making um, egg rolls, like homemade egg rolls, you can make your own um, <clears throat> braised cabbage for that with like some soy sauce and some other seasoning in there. Comes out delicious. Uh, you can also eat that with your corned beef, little Asian cabbage side with your corned beef. It's really good. <laughs> but when you're cooking it the whole time, your house smells like farts. Like it's just. Like if you're, if you ever cooked uh, frozen pot stickers at home, it's just farts. <laughs> it, oh, cabbage farts! It tastes pretty good, but it's like God, it smells like farts in here. It does. <laughs> it's like when you drive past a, like a broccoli field, and you're like, oh God, who shit in the car? Nobody. It's this delicious vegetable that somebody keeps trying to foist upon me. It's broccoli. It fucking tastes terrible every goddamn fucking time. Or when you microwave I broccoli. Strong feelings it about like broccoli. It, it's bad. I've tried it every way. I've tried it roasted. I've tried it baked. I've tried really it microwaved tried. with cheese. Not even cheese can save that shit. I really tried. It's bad. I actually like broccoli. Between broccoli and asparagus, which I hate both, I think I'd rather eat asparagus. <sighs> okay, well, we'll keep that in mind. But I don't want to eat asparagus either. Just... The petite peas were delicious because they're basically sugar. Yes. Uh, the cabbage is fine, but not in this dish. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. 
I don't mm. think so. And it's Well, if it's not what it called for, so that doesn't help. Well, the endive is just another type of cabbage, so I, I feel like it, it would have been, been similar. similar. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have smelled like farts. Oh, it's cabbage. Cabbage smells like farts. Okay. Doesn't All matter. cabbage smells like farts. Doesn't matter what type of cabbage it is. <laughs> if you cook it, it smells like farts. What if it's fart-free cabbage? It's a special <laughs> brand. <laughs> grown only in the fields of Shalalalikum. I just mumbled a thing. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm just thinking about cabbage farts now. That's what I'm going to call my fried ranch balls. Fart-free French balls. French balls. <laughs> As opposed to all of the farty French balls that are already on the market. Yeah, sometimes they taste farty, you know. Okay. Now, French, French balls, are they going to be like a, like a liquidy center? Like a cheesy liquid center? It's or, gonna be like a thick ranch. Like a like a thick. Like a thick with two C's. Like two ranch. what about like four C's? Yeah. So it's like extra thick ranch. Yep. You know, if you really want me to, I could probably do this. Yeah. I already, I already know how to make this. Honestly, if I was gonna for real make this, I would probably take like some mozzarella and some ranch seasoning and do something with that because I think that would come out better as a center than just liquid ranch. Yeah. All you really have to do, like at minimum though, is uh, take some ranch, freeze it like in an ice cube tray, right. and then wrap <laughs> dough around it. Like little ranch to, balls. Like pinch little like um, like biscuit dough around the ranch ice cube. Pinch that together, egg wash, breadcrumb if you want texture, but you already got, and then drop it in the fryer. Yeah, this is, <laughs> the, my dream could be a reality soon, and it could be in stores near you, right next to the Totino's. Ooh, Totino's pizza rolls, for when you don't want to feel the roof of your mouth for a week. Oh, seriously, they're, they're good, but like, fuck. You can't not burn, you can either burn your mouth or they can be freezing, like, that's it. There is no in-between. The only the only competitor is Hot Pockets. Uh, bagel bites are do a pretty good job of burning your mouth. Ooh, you could have... you. Oh, I just thought of the most mouth-ruiningest day. <laughs> Start off... This is how much I don't want to talk about this recipe. I'm going to talk Start about how to ruin your Start with some McDonald's mouth. coffee. No, no. Because it'll be a thousand degrees. No, they fixed that. <laughs> so what you do is you start off... The coffee would, would soften everything. You start off with a bowl of all peanut butter, or original Captain Crunch, just gently moistened with milk. Just so you know there's milk there, but like not enough to actually make it soggy ever. Shred the roof of your mouth. Then for lunch, bagel bites. And then for dinner, if you haven't died from diarrhea... From the Bagel Bites and Captain Crunch. Then you can have a combination of Hot Pockets and or Totino's Pizza Rolls. Dealer's choice. Whatever your preference is. Oh, the diarrhea won't hit you till the next day. Oh, well. I mean, unless your metabolism is really fast. So, that's my foolproof way to ruin exclusively the roof of your mouth. Yeah, you know. It's, we're all, we all do it. We all eat super hot shit because... 
we're stupid, even though it hurts. Yeah. And then you get, like, pieces of your mouth, like, hanging down and, you know, off the roof. Okay, I think you're the only one that does that <laughs> that badly. I've burned the roof of my mouth, but it gets bad, and then I stop, and then I just wait, because I'm not a monster. No, I just keep burning. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then it's like it's like having a canker sore, and you're just like can't like obsessed with like licking the like flesh Ugh. hanging out through your mouth. So gross. Yeah, well, just, you know, some people are like me. They'll know. Yeah, they'll know. <laughs> He'll know. My hand hurts when it hits him in the face. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Louis C.K. reference there. Cabbage is farts. Cabbage is farts. White wine sauce is delicious. The white wine sauce, he doesn't reduce it, like, at all. No, he doesn't. And it's, like, water if you don't reduce it. So we actually took a lot of time to reduce it down and get it. It's not going to ever be, like, thick. Yeah. But it's, you know, it gets more flavorful and thicker. Concentrate that flavor. And it kind of, yeah, it kind of has, like, a brown butter taste to it if you do it long enough which is i mean it's that's nice the right sauce. way it's a nice sauce don't do it the white way do it the right <laughs> way no this is the white way i mean we didn't do it the white way we did it the right way no but it's french so it's white yeah but we made it taste good unlike shop of huh oh yeah i suppose yes um, see the right way not the Jacques Pepin way. <laughs> Jacques Pepin's still alive. If anybody knows him, please show him this podcast of us shitting all over his food so he can feel superior again. I'm sure that he makes other things that are good. I'm sure he does. This is just a really great example of, like, chef-y food, like, not translating. I bet he... Because he, you know he writes a ton of books now. Or did. I bet he has a written recipe of this somewhere that makes sense. And we just picked the worst version to try and follow. I mean, maybe. But honestly, like, with the vegetables that he picked and how it came out at the end, I was like, what was your plan with this? Like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of recipes <laughs> that, like, you spend a lot of time building up something. Like, like chicken parmesan. You spend a lot of time getting a nice, crispy chicken cutlet. And then you fucking drown it in tomato sauce and lose all the delicious texture you just built. Mm-hmm. This is one of those ones where it was like, you picked these nice vegetables and then you steamed them to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them steamed to death or in a nice presentation because I just don't like the flavor. But I at least know when something texturally is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's strange. I bet you if you went to a, a rent, French restaurant, whatever they gave you would be delicious. Pro- yeah, if you ordered sole Somebody Mormont. who knew how to cook this would, can do a great job, I bet. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Because they probably wouldn't do this shit with the flowers and... Maybe they would. Maybe they would get brown on the fucking fish. That's what I would do. Right? <laughs> Um, like, they didn't even... So when you roll a fish, like, you don't even season the fish in his recipe. Which we actually did, because I was like, this fish is going to be boring. Boring We just AF. did, like, salt and pepper, but it's like, it doesn't... It gets, like, washed off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the cooking... I, cooking I think... this was very hard, because the recipe was just, like, incomprehensible, and we were kind of, like... And there's just so much technique. Making it it's up. It's a weird recipe with a lot of technique. 
and you're trying and as like they want, yeah. it's a lot of, they want us to do what uh, okay what if we do this adjacent thing and maybe that'll work sometimes i feel like with recipes that when we have to substitute stuff and then we don't like it i'm like i bet if we'd had the other thing it would have been better I don't think that would. I don't think any amount of technique would have made this recipe good, or the right ingredients. Oh, well, I do, and I have them written down. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I've already written down how to fix this because I Are think. Are we transitioning into taste? I think this can definitely be fixed. I didn't even mean to lead us that way. Oh, that's okay. We're 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 pretty much done talking about cooking. It was rough. It was rough. I do apologize. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm just a little buzzed and. Uh, so my excitement is sounding like sarcasm at the moment. So I, I truly did not mean to do this setup. Don't give me any credit for talent or knowledge. I'm just kind of talking out my ass right now. And, um, well, there's an adorable cat in our room, so that's pretty distracting. <laughs> and, and I was trying to get her to meow into the microphone, and she never shuts up except for when I want her to actually speak. Yeah, she's she's a cat. She's a talker. (laughs) Swan's a talker. Oh, she never shuts. Our cats never shut up. They're so loud. Nope. And they know how to tell time. It's really annoying. (laughs) They know when it's six thirty in the goddamn morning. Yeah, they know when they're hungry. Uh, They, I mean, they don't even. They just know when it's time for them to get food. Well, they know when it's a half hour before it's time for them to get food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um. Any who's tasting. it. Tasting. Tasting. So. We've talked about it a lot. This is, it ends up being like a soggy mess. Perfect. That's it. That's the, cl- that's the caption under this dish. You do a picture and then it says soggy mess. Yeah, it totally is like a soggy wilty mess. And I think that. Chef's kiss. Most of the reason for that is the vegetables he uses like don't hold up to being steamed like or just being sauteed even um so but i think you can fix that if you use vegetables that hold up to heat better um the peas were the best part with the sauce yeah the sauce the but it's a butter mushroom you green can put onion, that sauce on a lot of stuff white wine redu- reduction and if that sounds good it is really good it, it's very yummy. <laughs> it's worth making to put on something better. Yeah, and you just have to take the extra time to reduce it down to give it to make sure it's not like just watery like butter. Like if you wanted to take some uh, healthy chicken and then ruin it with delicious butter wine sauce, like you're gonna ruin the healthiness of it, but you're gonna improve the flavor tenfold. <laughs> Yeah, and we definitely made this sauce better by, like, not following the instructions. Sometimes the professionals just don't know what they're talking about. Yes. um, Oh, wow, that was really full of myself. I mean, sometimes they don't, or, like, sometimes we don't know what they're talking about enough to, like, make something good. Also, sometimes old recipes just don't translate to modern tastes. Yeah, I I really feel like this is one of those... That it's, like, maybe it's regionally liked, or maybe it's, like, older school people like this, but young, like, new school people are kind of like, this is boring. It's just one of those what you grew up with things. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what this is. But, um, 
the sauce is really good. Um, other, the other notes, the fish is just like really bland. Like there's nothing going on with the fish other than the sauce that's on it. And it like, it needs. And it doesn't stick to the fish cause it's not, it's not like a sticky sauce. So you're just kind of like pushing around a piece of fish in this pool. <laughs> butter. Yeah. Of butter. Like maybe if you put it in like a little dippy cup, dip your little fish nugs in there. Yeah, the uh, the fish needs, like, more seasoning than just salt and pepper to make it really work, and it needs to be browned. <laughs> like, just cook it, like, the fillet's flat, and there you go. And don't steam it, because why? So... Uh, I don't know, man. Is it is it still fillet of sole if you don't steam it? Yeah, it's a fillet of sole. It's still... The fillet is just, uh, like... A fillet of meat. So this whole thing is just his weird choice of preparation. You could do all these flavors I mean, yeah. in a completely different way, and you could still potentially call it the same dish. I'm sure you could. I don't know why not. I don't know why not either. I just, I don't... I mean, the French are kind of specific about stuff. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't care. Oh, well, since you didn't steam it, now it's not fillet of salt. Now it's not... Soul summon Now it's soul bread de boot I I really don't care. I just want it to taste now good. Now it's soul trash because you didn't do it the way that I like. Okay, well. <laughs> welcome to France. Yes, welcome to America, the melting pot, where we make recipes better. We take your terrible shit, make it good. That's no, not true. We take good stuff and make it better. Yeah. And mix it together. Yeah, so uh, what else would you do? I'm, I'm curious. What else, What would you do to make it better? Not necessarily a way that I would like, just better. Well, that's the main thing is the, is the fish. The fish. Seasoning, like giving it some kind of rub and um, frying it on both sides and to cook it. And then um, using hearty vegetables, making sure the mushrooms are caramelized. So this, again, this recipe, like, it doesn't tell you to cook the, the mushrooms for very long. And it, t- it wants you to, like, steam them, too. And it's like, well, but they're not going to get any caramelization on them. They're, what, they're, they're just, there's filler at that point? They're just, like, chewy mushrooms. Like, I don't... I didn't get it. We yeah. did a dish like that recently with the mushrooms where it was like if we cooked these separately. Sometimes I think it makes sense. Like if it's an Asian soup, sometimes... That's what it was. I wanted to saute those mushrooms and you said no. I I like it in a soup where it's kind of just bouncy and stuff. But this is like, why would you waste the opportunity to put, the, put more flavor onto the mushroom? Right. Oh, because you want the flavor of the fish to shine through. It doesn't really... It's not a super flavorful fish. Oh, well, then you just make terrible choices. It really isn't. Like, it takes on whatever you put on it. Uh, it's just like a basic white fish. You want the flavor of the butter to sing through. Yeah. Yeah. This I, feels like a, a dish that was made at a time when you were able to access quality ingredients... Because you, like, live in a place where you can catch sole and get fresh-caught sole. And then we do it in the summertime when all the vegetables are at their ripest. Yes, yes, maybe. And so you just, you don't want a flavorful sauce. You just want a little bit of a sauce. Just want to taste the Just a little taste of wine. I don't know. 
I, we don't know what it's like to have like quality ingredients, so we just make. We have things our definition taste of quality. Good. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. We pick and choose what's important. You doctor the shit out of it to give it flavor. Yeah, kinda. I mean, I like all the cultures with the food that you that you think of as the most flavorful food. Usually, it's because like they had to eat bad meat or they had to work with kind of unripe or you know not peak season ingredients or whatever it is and like so they had to come up with ways to cover up the bad tastes you know i keep hearing that that's not a real reason for spices and seasonings um but i haven't like come across i've just been hearing it through like different people on youtube or maybe not it makes a lot of sense to me it makes sense but also like i don't know just you just want flavor. You can take a you take a good piece of chicken and you still want to put something on it. Oh yeah, chicken tastes like nothing. So even if it's great chicken. Oh, maybe if you have like a fucking like a heritage a heritage plate. turkey, perhaps it has more of it. Like, but uh, come on, like with what you can afford and come get, on. you can afford to get ingredients to make okay stuff tastes really good and like why wouldn't you do that you know if unless you have unlimited money mm, unlimited money that sounds great yeah Wish i had that <laughs> we totally don't so we're just kind of working with what we have so that's why we just got the okay soul that needed a better sauce yeah, no i fine. like the sauce i won't shit on the sauce the sauce was great the sauce is why i'm like i want to redo this and make it better I could wait like three to six years to try it again. <laughs> no, um, yeah. I mean, in terms of the vegetables, I would do. I, would, I love the peas and I love the mushroom. I would do mushroom with peas and like, um, like asparagus or broccoli broccolini or Brussels sprouts or something, Ooh, something like talk that. Talk about farts! You're complaining about cabbage. <laughs> yeah, well, Brussels sprout farts, baby. Yeah, but it it would be good, um, you know, and uh, yeah, and then I already talked about dry seasoning the fish with some kind of herb like thyme or something like that, and um, we both when we were eating this we we're like this needs lemon like needed acid needs some yeah because the butter is like so buttery so butter really needs like some lemon at like to serve it with mm-hmm. or just right on the end yeah not to cook with just. Over the top. Yeah. A little squeeze. Just need a squeeze on there. And I feel like that would kind of wake it up and it wouldn't be mushy and the fish would have some kind of like texture and flavor. You could actually make it palatable with some of these changes. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't tried this yet, but we will. I mean. Next summer. We'll try it. I think it's a good, Next summer. good idea. Summer flavors. You can make this whenever. No, 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 no. Yes, you can. You can make it with any vegetables that you want. Mm. But I don't want. I'll make you eat vegetables. Yes, I know. Um. I hate them. Yeah, well. But I try. You know. I know. I know. Are you ready to do some ratings? You seem to we've lost a little bit of fire and steam on this one because it's just yeah. The more you remember it, the more it's just. <laughs> mushy and wet well talking about how you could fix it it kind of makes me like light up a little bit because i oh light up a little bit 
this is why I wanted to even talk about this one, because is it a failure? Sort of. Yes. Sort of. 100%. But not in the sense that it it's, it's like gave me a lot of inspiration for other other dishes. Is this recipe a failure? Yes. Is this concept a failure? Also yes, but not to you. Yeah, I think it it, it gave me ideas, so that's that's not a wash to me. No, it's just a try again. Yeah. It's a do-over. Yeah, and I mean, by do-over, we it's mean... It's a YouTube rewind. We mean throw the recipe away and just make it the way that you think you should make it, because it's going to be better than the recipe. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, ease of use was fucking terrible as a one. It was really hard to use this recipe. <laughs> Can I give it a zero? No, not an option. Because you shouldn't use this recipe? Not an option. Can I give it a half? No. Can we break the rules nope. this time? Nope. For this one recipe? No, nope, never. No half points. Half points are for pussies. Long, awkward stare. I know, no fence sitting. Yeah, it's a one. A hardcore one. They're gone. All the cats are gone. <laughs> I'm just looking around for them. Uh, uh, hardcore one. It's, it's so difficult. The vid- Sometimes the video <laughs> saves a poorly written recipe. The video made me more confused. It, so. it did. You need both, and like it's really hard to put them together. Yeah, it's the speed. I mean, you can get through the accent. The accent doesn't help. The speed that he moves at with the accent. Right. <laughs> and then the poorly written recipe. Yeah. it Like, if you're a French chef and you, like, know all these techniques, then it would be easy for you, I'm sure. But if you're just, like, an average person, you're like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing that? Nobody knows. Yeah. it's It was very difficult to use. Um, taste satisfaction is... Um, I mean, if you, if we're talking about the sauce, I really like the sauce. Yeah, but the sauce is about one component of the whole dish. It wasn't super satisfying because it was missing a lot of like, fl- it was just missing a lot of flavor and the texture. So. The, te- the lack of the texture really knocked it down. Like, I can eat, like, a, a mushy noodle casserole kind of thing and still be fine because the taste is good. But the mushy texture and the no good taste, like, the minimal good taste, ugh, it was just... I want to say one, but that's rude to the sauce. So I'm going to say two for myself because I didn't care for... The sauce and the peas, those are the only things I liked on that whole dish. The fish was fine. The fish tasted like the sauce. It had no texture. I forgot it was there. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm I going to give it a three because I really like the sauce. Two. And I actually like the vegetables, so. See, if you actually liked the vegetables, I get the three, but. I mean, I didn't like the texture. It didn't really work, but. You liked the potential for the flavor, maybe? The taste was fine. <laughs> was it, though? I thought it was fine. I thought it was a two. Alright, well, I didn't disagree. Cost effectiveness. Uh, it's like a f- it's like a four. Everything on the recipe is very cheap and easy to get, except for the wine is a little bit of a expenditure. But you can justify the wine because either A, you're going to drink it with dinner, or B, you're going to use it in another recipe at some point. Yeah. If you plan accordingly. So That's why I, I, I agree with the four. 
I'm justifying your four so that I can then say four. <laughs> yeah, well, soul filet is... Yeah, it's definitely not like an expensive fish to get or anything. It was never meant to be an expensive dish. It's a peasant's dish. Yeah, yeah. It's... So it gets something there. What the fuck factor? Mm. I mean, I was looking at it going, what the fuck? But not in the good way. <laughs> More of just like, the fuck is this? Uh, I guess... The fuck is this? I would give it like a two for what the fuck factor because... Only because it's like non... Because it's like a super traditional dish, which I tend not to, to cook. Because of this kind of stuff. Because um, of this kind of stuff? Yeah, because a lot of times the flavor's not really there, and it's it's just the techniques are kind of dated and weird, and you're like, uh, there's a better way to do this. Yeah. So. I It's a one. It wasn't... It's very old world. That, yeah, it's just <coughs> what the fuck, because like I don't usually have any interest in making that it wasn't interesting it wasn't an interesting looking recipe it was overly complicated it didn't like it did not spark joy (laughs) if anything it angered me (laughs) no it didn't make me mad i just didn't care i was very much ready to let that fish go and go out to dinner we uh, totally ate it, though. We totally ate it. I swear it was on my plate, and some of it went in my mouth. I ate all of it. So She ate all of it. I was there. The food was near my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not super special. Uh, you could not save this. It would not work. I thought it should have been thrown away when it was done. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, well, you no, can't. no, it doesn't left over at all. It's a one. It's a zero, but it's a one. Yeah, fish is <laughs> unless it's like it's fish that you can eat cold. It's kind of hard to reheat fish because it's just already so done. You I know? exclusively reheat fish in the office microwave. Yeah, it's fish just doesn't. Too bad my <laughs> office is my home. Doesn't really microwave very well. It just in general gets tough. It doesn't really oven very well either. No, because it's already like, because it's so easy to overcook fish. Mm-hmm. So it's already cooked. It's like uh, it was already cooked to the proper temperature, and now you're just ruining it by eating it again. Yeah, I mean that's most meat, honestly. But uh, uh pork is hit or miss depending on what you cooked it to. Yeah. Steak is the one where it was like you cooked it just right, and now it's shit. Yeah, steak is hard to do that with because it's already cooked. The only, the only meat that like heats up really well is like cut up chicken thigh. I feel like like cut up and put in a dish that reheats because it's like a forgiving meat. Yeah. So yeah, leftover one across the board. Yeah, I wouldn't want to save this. No. Also, the sauce, like butter sauce, doesn't really save Mm. or work when you try to heat it up. That would have congealed weirdly and then separated when you heated it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's shit. (laughs) A nice layer of butter with a liquid layer of wine sauce underneath. Something like that. Something weird would have happened. So... So yeah, that was 
filet of sole from a Jacques Fauvent. I don't know how to end this thing, like, on a happy note. It just... It's it's inspiring, and I'm gonna try and revamp it at some point. Okay, let's hold on. Let's let's end it like that. Also, right. Jacques Pepin, I'm sure he has other recipes that are great. This one just was love it. Difficult. Love <laughs> the energy. All right. So potential for Jacques. I'm an, I'm a evening news reporter now. So would you say for Jacques Pepin, he has potential to impress you again? Uh, yes, yes, I would say that he has the potential to impress me again. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, I'm not going to, like, I'm not chomping at the bit to try Jacques Pepin again, but, I, I mean... Yeah. I would tr- I would have to find a recipe that, like, really made me want to try it, and it would have to not be like this. Cause... Yeah, I don't want to do a really old-world-style recipe from him again. Unless it's, it's like, not... Unless the recipe is super clear, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, looking at the changes you want to make and talking about it, it could be good. The way it was, it wasn't good. We've been over that. I'm just trying not to end on a downer on this note. There's a cute little cat over here. I wish we could just put her up to the microphone for the ending. But as soon as you pick her up, she's going to be quiet or run away. Yeah. So I just keep rambling on about nothing until somebody tells me to stop. Hey. But oh, oh, nope. We caught her. We caught the cat. Okay, are you gonna meow now? Can you meow into the mic? Huh? No, she can't. No. She can't and she won't. I'm bugging the shit out of her. No. All right. Well, we won't keep rambling on about nothing then. Until next time. (laughs) On Dragon Ball Z. That's not the name of our show. Until next time on what, Ashley? Home Cookery and Other Sins. We're Nick and Ashley. Back to you in the studio, bitches. No.